You are listening to the CA449 podcast special. I am your host, Matt Wolf, with 135. Here on 135, we believe in the power and the potential of stories, but we realize that you don't have all the time in the world to sit and listen to stories. So we are on a mission to bring you a one-minute story, a three-minute story, and a five-minute story each week. Short and sweet, but just as powerful. This week, stories from Nick, Ali, and Jenna. First up, Nick with story one. One, 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 one. So there's something about, like, feeling the wind but like you're like balancing and you're focused and you're attentive um but it's really it's really just you're just there you're just doing something that a lot of people know how to do you're riding a bike there's a lot to it but it's just a simple thing um but i think personally what i get the most out of it is Using this thing that's like clearly, you know, man-made or whatever, it's this tool for me to use, it's designed for me. It's it's for my legs, my feet, and my, you know, arms to keep it all together. But I get to like combine with it to like do something I can't do as a person. I get to like go really fast. When you take it home and you put it down, it's it just sits there. It doesn't it's nothing without you. But like when when it when it when both of these things work well, it's this like awesome extension of human capability that you're you're tapping into. You get to move at a speed that's faster than anybody can run like you get to like like you just get to use something so simple for like something actually really complex and beautiful Next up, Ali with story three. Three, 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 three. So last week, um, I had a midterm for my modern Indian literature class. And um, I was running a bit late, like, you know, only 10 minutes. And as I was walking to my class, I thought everyone would be, like, taking the test by now. And, like, you know, I'd have to, like, write really fast and, like, hand cramp until I finish and catch up to <laughs> them. But um, actually, everyone was just chilling in groups. And I was like, oh, okay. The professor wasn't there. Five minutes later, the professor isn't there still. I remember there was a rule in high school that said, if it's been 15 minutes and the professor isn't there or the teacher, then everyone can leave. So I'm like, oh, okay, um, here's an opportunity. So I go talk to some of my friends and I go to, you know, my closest circle first and I'm like, guys, it's been 15 minutes and the professor isn't here. Why don't we all leave? And they're like, yeah, yeah, let's leave. We don't have to take the midterm then. And then after that, we each reach out to two more people and we're like, hey, it's been 15 minutes. The professor isn't here. Why don't we all leave? And then they're like, yeah, yeah, this is a great idea. So as we're like spreading and creating this, you know, really grassroots movement, um, this other person on the other side of the class is like, um, actually, the rule is 30 minutes, and if the professor isn't here by 30 minutes, then you can leave. And I look at the clock, and it's only been 17 minutes now, so I start mobilizing even harder, and I'm like, okay, 
you know, this is like a battle now. It's my team or their team. I stand up and I, you know, make this passionate speech. And I'm like, hey, everyone, it's been 15 minutes. This is like quotes from my speech. This is very passionate. Yeah. And then she's like, no, it has to be 30 minutes. And I'm like, oh. so basically I go to my people and I'm like, okay, if we all leave, then he can't do anything. So we all get up and we leave. And then some of her people come and join us. And I'm like, oh, okay, what is this? And then everyone is joining us. And then she's even joining us. And as we're all walking out the door, hand in hand, the professor walks in. And I'm like, oh, this is really awkward. So I go run down under, under everyone's feet, back of the crowd, and I'm just like chilling there. So you lead this whole movement, get everybody to leave the class, and then you just run to the back? You know what, Matt? Um, a true leader needs to know when they should be at the front of the crowd and when they should be at the back of the crowd. You gotta let the people lead the movement. Last up, Jenna with story five. 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 Well, I'm Jenna. My real full name is Genevieve, but Jenna is much easier to say. And I have synesthesia. I'm going to try to describe it to you, but I really don't know if I'll be able to do a good job or how to do it because to me, it's just my life has always been this way. And I never would have noticed that this is something that I experience or this is different from the norm. If I hadn't read this book when I was on vacation in Costa Rica, when I was in elementary school, I think second grade. And so I was reading this book while in the rainforest with all these like birds singing around me. And I realized that what this girl in this book, the book is A Mango Shaped Space by Wendy Mass. It's about this girl who has auditory visual synesthesia, which is where if she hears a sound, like she will hear that sound and then see something associated with that sound. And it's always the same. So if she hears someone snapping, it will create maybe a blue triangle that will like appear in her vision for a second. Or if I slam a door, she would see a brown ring in front of her vision. And it's always the same for her, and she'd like always experience that. And in the book, she realizes she's a synesthete when she goes to a support group, and then she realizes that she has it along with other people, and that that's not the same experience. So I read this book, and I talked to my mom about it afterwards. And I was pretty young. I was like seven or eight. And I started to realize that this is not something that like regular people experience. I'd always been an artistic kid. Like I'm an artistic person now. I just, it's a big part of my life. Like I love art. I'm always creating things. I'm always imagining the world around me or picturing my thoughts and like how I could interpret it into a drawing or a painting or something. And this girl in the book was too. And the way she described things, I really related to. So for her and for me and for other synesthetes, Numbers, letters, words, feelings are associated with something else. And for me, it's colors. So I can, if I see a word or a number or a letter, it will have a certain color to me. So for example, like the letter G, because my name, Genevieve, Jenna, is purple to me. I don't know. It's always been purple. It always will be. It's kind of this like light royal purple. To me, the number two is kind of a darker blue. The number three is kind of this rusty red. The number seven is this 
emerald green color that I always associate with American money and luck. So to me, the number seven <laughs> is associated with gambling. Everything in my life is just related through all these colors that I feel and experience in the world. One interesting time was I was skiing in um, Vail, Colorado when I was younger and I got knocked out. That's like one of the weirdest things that's ever happened to me is I got knocked out and I couldn't remember myself for about 30 seconds afterwards. Some snowboarder who was out of control hit me as I was going down a catwalk and I landed on the back of my neck. I flew like six feet in the air air and landed on the back of my neck and was knocked out for about 30 seconds and afterwards I couldn't remember my own name for a little bit I couldn't remember my address and in that moment it was so strange to me and I think what happened is that my synesthesia wasn't there for a second when I was knocked out and I woke back up I had this experience and I don't know how to describe it of colors coming back to me so when I woke up and like I was in this dark place when I was knocked out and then I opened my eyes and all my ski friends are sitting around me like, are you dead? Like, are you okay? And I had this experience of all these colors whooshing back to me. Like all these meanings and feelings and memories of my life coming back to me. It was all so colorful. And that's when I remembered who I was. That's one of the only times when I've really experienced the absence or the presence and kind of realizing that it wasn't there. It was when I got knocked out and then for a minute, it, for a couple seconds it wasn't there. And then I experienced it coming back. Oh God, I, I, I was so happy that I remembered my name, but I was so happy to have this experience back. Like, I was so happy to have that background music again. It makes all my experiences colorful and all my memories relate to each other based on what flavors they have, based on the colors. And it's just a big part of who I am, I guess. So when people think of me, they often think of me as an artist or like the crazy girl with the curly hair who's super energetic. and. I think all of those things along with synesthesia kind of make up who I am because it's been a huge part of my life since I was young, since I read that book when I was in Costa Rica in third grade on vacation and I realized that I have this. It's, it's cool. It's not a huge part of my life, but it's cool. It's really pretty background noise that I have every day. That's what synesthesia is. I can't describe it and put it into these easy terms because to me it's just the way it is. Thank you for listening to this inaugural episode of 135. I hope that at least one of these stories has struck a chord with you and maybe compels you to share a story of yours with somebody and maybe ask them to share one of their own with you. We have a lot to learn from each other. If you enjoyed listening to 135, please share it with the people that you love. If you did not like 135, then go ahead and share it with your enemies. If you'd like to support the show, don't send us money, but please do send us your stories. We'd love to hear from you. I'm Matt Wolf. Make sure you listen to 135 next week when we resume our mission to bring you three stories well worth your time. <laughs>